Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the loon. Once, long ago, before the earth was made, according to Huron legend, the sky goddess Ataensik was out walking and came upon a plant she had never seen before. She pulled it up roots and all to examine it, and through the hole where the plant had been, there was a great opening that looked down on a vast expanse of water. Peering into the hole, she lost her balance and began to fall toward the water. A loon, who happened to be flying over the water, looked up and saw Ataensik falling. To save her from drowning, the loon caught her on her back and, calling in her eerie voice, summoned other creatures to help, for the cry of the loon can be heard over a great distance on the water. Soon other creatures of the sea and of the air gathered together to decide how to help Ataensik. Snapping Turtle appeared and consented to receive Ataensik on her broad back. The Council of Animals decided that Ataensik must have earth to live on, and so all in turn dived down to the bottom of the sea to bring up some earth. Beaver, muskrat, duck, frog, and many of the fishes tried to get some earth, but without success. Then Loon, who can dive deeper and longer than any other creature, finally succeeded in bringing up some earth. Then Ataensik took the earth and carefully placed it around the edge of Snapping Turtle's shell. The earth then grew and grew, forming a great land, sprouting forests, and creating Turtle Island, where we all live today. The Loon has a role in folklore of northern indigenous peoples around the world. It is considered one of the oldest species of birds in North America, having lived here for millions of years. Ojibwe lore claims that the loon was the first creature to come north as the ice receded after the Ice Age, just like they do each spring after ice out. The nation of Canada honors the loon as its national bird and puts a flying loon on the loony, its dollar coin. Loons are large birds, two or three feet in length. They are primarily aquatic, spending most of their lives on or under the water, where they can dive as deep as 200 feet and stay underwater for as long as five minutes. It's always fascinating to me to see them disappear a few feet away from my canoe and reappear many minutes later far off down the lake. Unlike most birds whose bones are hollow, the loon's bones are solid, This enables them to sink into the water and stay submerged. With only a slight jutting motion of its head, a loon can instantly disappear below the surface of the lake. A loon's legs are placed so far back on its body that walking is virtually impossible, so they make their nests in heaps of vegetation in protected areas at the water's edge, where they lay two to three olive-brown spotted eggs. Both parents share the task of sitting on the eggs, which hatch in about 30 days. As soon as the down is dry on the baby loons, they enter the water with their parents. You can sometimes see the babies riding on their parents' backs in the early days of acclimating themselves to their new aquatic life. Loons are good flyers, too, but they cannot take off from land. Instead, they must run across the water, flapping their wings until they build up enough lift to take off into the air. 
In early fall, I have often watched loons practicing their takeoff flights day after day as they get their wings in shape for their fall flight south. Most memorable is the call of the loon, which many of us consider to be the true call of the wild. Their haunting voice seems to touch the soul in some primal way. Norwegian lore says the loon's call is the voice of those who have drowned. Siberian lore says the loon's voice marks the ascent of a soul heading for the afterlife, riding on the back of a loon. Algonquin lore says the loon, called Quimu, was the messenger of the culture hero Gluskabe, who taught the loons their eerie call so they could carry sacred messages to the creatures of the earth. To me, the call of the loon is the alluring voice of nature, and each spring I long to get out on the water to hear her achingly beautiful song once more. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.